over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. Yes, it is. Good morning, and thank you for tuning in to Rosie on the House. Halfway through our broadcast, our 7 o'clock Arizona staycation hour starts at 7. Outdoor living hour at 8. 9 o'clock is the open home hour. Anything you want to talk about your home, castle, or cabin, one 767 4348 That's one 888 rosie for you Text questions can be sent to 411-923, or you can email us at info at rosieonthehouse.com. It's just one of the things we do to try and earn our place as every Arizona homeowner's best friend. Having been in Arizona since 1966, building and remodeling homes all over the state, let us put our experience to work for you, regardless where you are in Arizona. Let's see if we can't help you with what you're trying to get done around your house, home, castle, or cabin. And if we can't help you, chances are we know somebody in your neighborhood that can help you. And uh, we'll get you the answers you're looking for. We'll get you the tips you need. We'll name products. We'll give you the right idea on what tools to use to make your project look like a real professional got it done. And a lot of really professional work is getting done. The remodeling industry now nationally represents 2% of the nation's gross domestic product. We're almost at $500 billion a year. Okay, and that's only 2%. That's only 2%, baby. Woo! That's only 2%. $500 billion is 2% of the GDP. Yeah, we're not quite Those numbers there. are just We're not quite to $500 billion, but we're knocking on the door. I can remember uh, uh, 20 years ago when we, we were so excited that we were going to break $50 billion. <laughs> Now we're 10 times that. Ooh. And kitchen and baths continue to well, the- drive the majority of the work being done as well as exterior renovations, you know, where it, in, in parts of the country where exterior maintenance is a bigger issue than it is here in Arizona. The kitchen and baths, they're up 150 to 200%. And I think a, a large part of that growth is just the age of the homes now. They're ready for those. You, know, you had that big building boom following the war and a couple other explosions through the time, and these are homes that are all great candidates now for the the next grade of up remodeling. 137 million homes in America. 40% of them are over 50 years old. <laughs> 80% of them are over 20 years old. So the market for remodeling is almost endless. Now, what I want, the, one of the things I want to bring up as it relates to that, if you divide the population of Arizona into the population of America, you basically get about 5%. So if you take 5%, what's 5% of 500 billion? Huh? <laughs> Hang on. I have to write down how many zeros yeah, are in a I mean, billion yeah. before I get my calculator open. That's the, <laughs> size, that's the size of the remodeling market 
in Arizona. Okay. Okay. Uh, roughly, give or take a couple hundred million. Um, <laughs> a couple hundred million. Yeah, couple now, hundred million. the largest remodeler in Arizona doesn't do $20 million a year in Arizona. So no one owns one-tenth of 1% one of the market. That's how <laughs> fractured the market is. The market is made up by thousands of small companies like my company, Rosie Wright Remodeling. Uh, we, we little guys are the ones that are doing the great majority of the work. That shouts out to the homeowner, buyer, beware. Because you, you just don't have any one company that you can lean on that's the Sears and Roebuck of the industry. And that's a perfect example because there is no more Sears and Roebuck. <laughs> that's scary. I mean, in our day, they were the giant. And remodeling is up 50% since the Great Recession. So everybody's doing it. It's a very fractured industry. And one of the reasons we come here every Saturday morning is to make sure you, the Arizona homeowner, don't get taken advantage of in your effort or in your project to update your home. Every Saturday morning right here. And if you uh, are looking for any one of those other contractors you mentioned, the small guys, we have a contractor referral network we put together. We have a pretty stringent screening process. You have to be in business locally in Arizona for at least five years before you can apply license bonded, bondable and insured. We do a background check. We have a third party uh, service that we use for all of our customer surveys and reviews. That used to be something we did in-house and we took it out. We outsourced it for two different reasons. One, uh, it was more efficient. The Guild Quality specializes in this and is staffed for it. And number two, it's our way of separation of church and state. You can go to any other review referral site and what's posted there belongs is the content belongs to that uh you know whatever it be yelp google whatever and you know you hear stories all the time about you know how they extortion can happen from those <laughs> companies to you know display good reviews versus bad reviews based on how much the company pays that review source well this is all verified work that the guild quality does so you can't as a uh, competitor to company B, you can't go write a bunch of bad reviews um, and have them displayed. They verify the address. They verify the contractor did the work on it. They verified the receipt and the job's complete before they do a review. And it's, like I said, all we can't touch the reviews. It's all done directly through the guild quality and the homeowner and the contractor. And they're all still five-star. We really try to knock ourselves out to make sure we're only offering you the very best of the best. And I hear occasionally from you, the listeners, that, Rosie, we'd love to use more of your contractors, but they tend to be on the higher-priced end of the scale. Well, folks, you don't get on our referral network without being 100% legal. And, and there's a cost to that. And there's a cost to that. I mean, those of you considering a remodeling uh, did your remodeling contractor ask 
to lead test your home, asbestos test your home, radon test your home. These are all things that should be getting done as a part of the remodeling proposal. And then if, if they're found and discovered, there's OSHA regulations that have to be kept up, uh, safety regulations, the insurance, uh, the, the ongoing employee training has absolutely just gone through the roof because technology and techniques are changing so fast, just keeping the guys and gals properly trained as to what is now the most current great way to do things, it, it's expensive. And you're not going to find stories like this. Son goes to bat for a 103-year-old dad who purchased a $24,000 air conditioning unit. Garage door before guys, you leave that, customers. Before you leave that, I'm not going to mention the name of the company, but folks, if you'll Google that article, they name the company. And they have a reputation that, for they that have type a of reputa- behavior. They have a horrible reputation for doing this over and over and over again. And this was from a couple weeks ago, garage door guy stiffs customer. Well, there was a follow-up. It was the same bonehead they caught in 2011 on Dateline NBC doing the same thing. Still out there. You won't find those guys at rosieonthehouse.com. Yeah, I think his defense was, well, that old that story was something else. <laughs> that, was, that was another scam you know, I was running. And you know what he said? That, sh- that garage You can't be held up on double jeopardy. He goes... He goes, shouldn't you be out be doing something important like catching pedophiles? <laughs> what about catching crooks who are ripping off homeowners? Yeah. There's a lot more of those than there are pedophiles, oh, I think. Man. I don't know. I hope. But and Chris Jensen. Crook's well, a crook. We, we are here to take your questions and help any way we can. one 767 4348 Hey, Gary, how's our GoFundMe going for the right house? It dropped from $13 million down to under ten. I think we got a buck and a quarter so Buck far. and a quarter? Yeah. Well... Well, oh, maybe just... maybe this price will keep dropping and our GoFundMe will hit. I, I think the Rosie on the House, if we took down that right, wouldn't that make a great broadcast headquarters for Rosie on the House? Yes, the Frank it would. Lloyd Wright property in Arcadia? Yes, it would. <laughs> yeah, the neighbors got a little upset when they didn't tear that down because it turned into a public venue and they were worried about traffic. But if it turned into the... Rosie on the House Broadcast Headquarters, it'd only be used a few hours every week. Yeah, they could it'd live with that. It'd be empty the rest of the time. <laughs> neighbors would love us. We're the quietest neighbors you could have. Gotta be sound, soundproof and controlled. Maybe, maybe the neighbors will help start the GoFundMe for Rosie on the House to move there. <laughs> I've mentioned it a few times, just how much I continue to grow an appreciation for Frank Lloyd Wright and his design and just his how ahead of his time he really was. There's another architect um, that built Bob's Hope's house. Gary showed me this article. Did you see in Palm this Springs. in Palm Springs? This is another really cool home. Uh, a lot of f- similar feelings to Frank Lloyd Wright's style, but that's uh, that's an incredible building as well. Have it you ever is. heard of? I've seen the building John in Rottner? articles and stuff. I don't know the architect. All I know about that project is that it. It, they had to import a lot of very skilled craftsmen to do it. It's a very complicated build. And the only thing more complicated than the design was Mrs. Hope. <laughs> I guess she was very hard to work for. 
That's what. I, that's that's the rumor on the street. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we've got Carla and Jason on the line. We're going to take a short break. Get back and answer their questions as well as yours. We have an open line if you'd like to jump on one triple eight seven six seven forty three forty eight right here at Rosie on the House. And if you're looking for a vehicle this weekend, Sanderson Ford, baby. The smoking season. It's on. It's summer of fun. Sanderson sale right now. Stop in and take a no-pressure test drive in any new Ford and get a voucher for a three-day, two-night vacation escape to San Diego, Las Vegas, or 48 other destinations. Purchasing any new Ford and get a free, get a $500 Visa gift card to use on your vacation. You'll love the drive to Las Vegas or San Diego in your new Escape for only $17.9. This is the time to buy at Sanderson Ford in Glendale, the only place I've bought a vehicle for the last 30 years. It should be the only place you ever consider buying a vehicle. The most award-winning Ford dealership in all of America. And you have to remember, they close on Sunday and give their employees a chance to take a day off. Sanderson Ford in Glendale, six days a week. Get over there, pick yourself up a nice new ride. Tomorrow's edition of the Casa Grand Dispatch, we've got our Good Snake, Bad Snake article on how to identify uh, when to when, when to sprint and, and when to just uh, be <laughs> calm and let it mosey along. There are plenty of snakes out there that eat rattlesnakes, and obviously you kill those off. It's one of your natural predators that... Uh, would keep rattlesnakes from your property. That'll be in tomorrow's uh, Casa Grande Dispatch. And if you're the one that stole the Casa Grande Art Museum's uh, iron gates, they would like those back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let's get to Carla and Glendale at one 767 4348 That's one Rosie, for you. Good morning. Good morning. My question is, how um, do I find out what my roof needs replaced? I don't have the ability to climb up there and how, check it out. <laughs> how old is it? Just a little over 20 years. Hmm. You know, you, and what is it, Carla? Tile. Uh, concrete tile. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not asphalt. <laughs> well, Carla, are, 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 are you familiar with our website, rosieonthehouse.com? Um, I have not visited except okay. to find your number. So. All right. Well, I'd, li- I'd like you to get familiar with our website. And you're in Glendale, right? Correct. Okay. Well, we've got uh, a roofing company on, on the west side of town, Pinnacle Roofing. Uh, mm-hmm. We also have Lions Roofing, uh, Overson Roofing on the East Valley uh, that pretty well cover everything. Uh, Carla, any of those companies that you would call on my website, they will come inspect your roof for free. Okay. So, all right. And, and I will check out your website then. Yeah, and any of them. But is it around 20 years? Is that around the time I should start well, thinking about here's, it? it? Here's de- the good news, Carl. Depends. <laughs> <laughs> it, it could last you another 20 years. Yeah. It could have a huge leak up there right now. But if we get a. Okay. 
an evaluation and a proposal, if it's good for another 20 years, they can at least give you a price for today so you know what to be saving for at the point it does fail. And if it is something that uh, they're up there and they find a few cracks and a few troubled areas, we can go ahead and put some emulsion on there, put some roofing patches, and maybe get a couple more years out of it if there are signs of trouble. So, you know, it it depends on how good it was installed, the, what materials they used, and uh, it's going to take somebody to get up there to do yep. that, and you can trust the guys at rosieonthehouse.com. Yeah, and it takes a train. Okay. It takes a trained eye to spot problems on that type of roof, because the tile you're looking at, Carla, really isn't your roof. It's the paper, the black paper that's under that tile that's the waterproofing. That that concrete tile you're looking at, that's just decoration. <laughs> it doesn't do very much to keep the water out of your house. So you you have to have roofer's X-ray vision. <laughs> to really be able to troubleshoot that kind of a roof. But like I say, any of the roofers at Rosie on the House will come inspect it for free. And this is one of the things I really like about the app that we've licensed. You can go to rosieonthehouse.com slash app. And what it will help you do, in Carla's example, where it's a 20-year roof, as the information of that grows, it doesn't share any neighbor's information but it will give you regional calculations. So if four other homes in that area have been entered on it and it's the you know, same builder, same roof, you can see if any of them, it'll tell you, you know, percentage of roofs that are re being replaced in your area and kind of help you calculate when the roof is going to fail. And if you've got a high failure rate or a low failure rate for roofs in your subdivision that are 20 years old, you know, all right, I got to start saving oh. now, or this could, you know, this is probably something that I can, yeah, mm -hmm. it can help do those things and help project you start saving for those investments. One one more way that, you know, technology can help our, our home management. That's an incredible software program. <laughs> Let's get to Jason in Tucson and see oh, Tucson. how we can help Jason this morning. Welcome to the program. Good morning. How are you? Good. So I have a question regarding the real estate industry. Is that regulated um, in any way? And we are in the process of selling a home. Okay. Uh, we had um, the home inspection performed. They had a couple of roofers come out. Uh, in the industry that I happen to be in, um, I'm Hague certified. Um, if I state something, I have to back it up with facts. Um, the only thing I'm seeing in these roof reports are opinions. Uh, is there any way to combat that? I mean, how do we, you know, I've inspected my own roof and I realize I have a personal interest in this, but could we bring out another, like, roof savers and say, you know, look, we'll, we'll go with a third party here. Um, I kind of feel like... You're not happy with the roof report you got. Well... No, well, you know what? When when their email says realty in their email address, I'm kind of feeling like, well, <laughs> do these guys work together? I mean, how does this work? That's why I'm asking if it's regulated in any way. Well, I, te I tell you what, Roman, I'm going to take, uh, I'm sorry, Jason, I'm going to take a little bit longer to answer your question than we have right now. You hang on. You'll be the first caller we come back to, and I'll answer that for you.
on the phone this morning here at Rosie on the House with Jason calling from Tucson, who uh, before the break got on the line and was explaining to us he's a little uh, perplexed about a home inspection report he's gotten on a home he's trying to sell. And Jason, I can tell you that not all home inspectors are created equal, and they really are, generally speaking, a long string of personal opinions. So the report is only as good as the experience of the man or the woman doing the inspection. And the only way you can counter an, uh, a home inspection report that you're not happy with is bring in you know, another opinion and just put the opposing opinions up there and let the buyer and, and the realtor, you know, negotiate their way through the situation. But when you really take a look at most home inspection reports, they will take you to the roof and they will issue an opinion. This roof appears to be original to the home construction in 1987. You should contact the licensed bonded insurance roofing company to do an inspection. Then they go on to the plumbing and they say, this water heater appears to be original to the 1987 construction. It's nearing the end of its economic life. You should call a licensed plumber to inspect it. So it really just is giving you notice of things that are nearing their economic life. I've seen very few home inspection reports that do much more than just protect the realtors. <laughs> uh, and the realtors love the home inspection report, because at least then it's a theoretically a disinterested third party looking the property over. It releases the realtor from a from a lot of liability. So, I've I've got really mixed feelings about the home inspection industry as a whole. I can tell you when we're dealing with Tucson real estate. We have what they call the Tucson trifecta we've put together. It is seal of approval home inspections. They do a phenomenal job. They've been with us uh, seven or eight years now, and have been doing home inspections even longer. And that, well, like I said, you got to be in business five years. And that's one thing that um, is hard to find, a home inspector who's been in business that long, ASHI certified. Then you also need a realtor. We've got Joan Con Realty with Tierra Antigua. And then you need a finance guy, and we've got Hotchkiss Finance. So it's a perfect combination of finance, realtor, and home inspector if you're looking to buy or sell in Tucson. You can find them all at rosieonthehouse.com under the Certified Partner Network. There you go. From there, we're going to run over to Glendale and talk to Roman. Good morning, Roman. Welcome to Rosie on the House. Morning, guys. Um, yeah, I got a hot room question for you guys. Okay. I got a house. Uh, my house I, I bought in, uh, it'll be a six years here going in uh, November. And I bought, the house was built in 06, 07, I believe. And uh, we had this hot room since we moved in. We just kind of dealt with it. But this it's like unbearable. You walk into that room and it's uh, it's like night and day. And I believe it's ductwork because I've, uh, I mean, I with the, with the radar, with the temperature gun, I've shot the air coming out of the hot room. It's the same as the, the, the rooms that are, that are cold. Okay. And I went up there, and I don't see anything obvious or anything. But um, 
uh, I've talked to a couple of AC buddies, and they said the company who did that is a huge company here in Phoenix, maybe the the biggest, yeah, one of the biggest. And uh, they said they're known for uh, real bad duct work, and I know that's true because I had a house in '99, had it built from new, and I went, I would go once a week to see the progress being built, and I noticed the duct work was, you know, tangled and all. And I just told an inspector, and he was right. You're right. He goes, he made him redo it. Yeah. And um, what are the chances of getting this company to? Um, I know it's been, you know, over ten. You know, it's built in '07 to correct the problem because i mean it's not like a moving part like a, you know a compressor or right. something that gets normal wear duct work is not a moving part if they if they took shortcuts at it or what, what do you think my uh, my uh, my rights are in, in that in that situation well roman the first thing i would encourage you to do is let's let's not assume it's a duct problem let's do a whole house energy audit that's going to give right. you that's going to give you a clue as to what contributing uh-huh. factors may also be a part of this hot room. And it'll give you an analysis of the whole house, which it, it's the smartest $100 any homeowner can spend. Get the whole house energy audit. Let's get it identified as to whether it's a duct problem, an insulation problem, a layout problem. And it never hurts to ask the builder or their original HVAC contractor, but I, but I'm very suspicious you will get no help from either one of them. That's just my gut feeling, and you're going to be uh, on the hook to fix it yourself. But I can tell you, it's probably flex duct. It if it's just going to the one room, it isn't going to be prohibitively expensive to go back to the closest junction and either change that line out, enlarge that. But don't do any of that until you do an energy audit that gives you the balance of the system through the whole house. Start there. Uh, take the take the inspection. Bring it to the builder. Bring it to the HVAC guy. See if they're willing to come out and take a look at it. And that's probably the best you'll be able to do. If they won't do anything, then get to our website, rosieonthehouse.com. Find your home inspection company there. Find your mechanical. If Rius, one of our home inspection companies, could actually do the duct repair as a part of the uh, home energy audit company. Home energy audit. And th- there's, I mean, even if it was a big production builder, there's still a very good chance it was done to minimum workmanship standards to the ROC, and it uh, was done to uh, the proper building code requirements. Just. Um, but the minimum isn't as good as we can do. And unfortunately, you know, that does come with a higher cost that most production builders don't, uh, you know, they, they, they're cost driven. And, you know, there's definitely a need for economic housing. Just unfortunately, we've got to, there's a number of improvements like fixing hot rooms that <laughs> have to, you know, leave the homeowner to mess with later. And everybody's building a much better house than we were building 30 years ago. So everybody's getting better. Uh, Let's get that energy audit done, Roman, and go from there. I'd be happy once you get that energy audit done to to visit with you and and go through it line item by line item. So don't hesitate to call me back and we'll get on the phone and talk our way through it. There's a lot of reasons one room can be hot. Gary, is that line five? 
Okay. I, or, or was that a virtual high five or is that a line five? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pick up line five. <laughs> All right, which is Garrett. Welcome from Tucson. How can we help you? Hey, yeah, I hired a general contractor to do some stucco work on my house. I bought a flipped house that had really poor stucco, and I hired him to rip it down, check to see if everything was properly flashed. There was a lot of cracking on the interior, so it looked like they probably did not. He hired a subcontractor to do the work, uh, the stucco portion, and he was supposed to take care of things like flashing and, and the sheathing and making sure it was ready for stucco. Well, upon completing the home, he there's no weep screen at all installed in areas where it was framed in wood. And so I started to call into question, you know, do you guys know building code? And they didn't seem to really know very well uh, the different things uh, that were required by, by building codes. And so I, <clears throat> I'm looking for somebody to help me understand, you know, like uh, what how much they might have done wrong and if, I'm ultimately looking for somebody who could come out to my house and, and take a look uh, at some things. Um, and I, one of my questions, I'm pretty sure they installed building paper that said it was double building paper, but I was wondering if that means that that's two layers uh, as required by residential building code. Well, I tell you what, Garrett, we mentioned seal of approval, home inspection services down in Tucson. I, I think I would tell you, just call seal of approval and see if they'll come out and do an inspection for you, and they'll be able to tell you how much of it was or wasn't done according to code. A lot of your ability to get recourse on this and get it fixed is going to be how detailed the contract was written, um, and you may or may not have some recourse with the registrar of contractors. And the nice thing about If it was a licensed, bonded, yeah. insured contractor. And. The nice thing about David from Seal of Approval, he'll be able to get there quicker than somebody from the registrar yes. and then tell you if this is a case that you do have for the registrar instead of getting on their queue and waiting. And, you know, that contractor could be who knows where by, by then. And I would try and stick with the, the existing contractor first just because – uh, if it was not done to workmanship standard, they're going to have to do it. If you bring in another contractor, they're not going to want to fix anyone else's work. They're going to want to start back from the beginning, which is what I would want to do. I'm not, yeah. and and I, you know, but that's another extreme cost to you. And it's one of those lessons that when we're looking for contractors, we do the homework up ahead of time to make sure that these are people that know what they're doing. And it sounds like this guy hired a subcontractor. Um, and you kind of have your faith, faith in the general oh. that he did the work, but that's not always the case. Well, it sounds like Garrett knows enough about building codes. He's, he, he's, he's probably right. There's some things that, that got done that weren't quite right. So follow your gut, Garrett, and let's see where it can take you. All right, we're just going to take the call blind. Jennifer is not back yet, but Susie Q just got up from Tucson, and she's call screening for us. Uh, let's go to Carlson. You want okay. to take that? Yeah, let's give it a shot. All right. Carlson, welcome to the broadcast. How may we help you? May You know, a lot of times I've noticed the names that show up on the caller ID aren't the name of the caller. <laughs> and you're right. I, 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 what, Carson, what's your first name? Larry. 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 Okay. Larry, you're on with Rosie O'Neill. Great. I'm in Phoenix. I uh, rehabbed a townhouse, bought a townhouse for 
just over a hundred grand, if you can believe it. Now it's worth about two hundred, and I gutted most of it myself. I had a couple challenges though with um, the, one of the bathrooms. It was in bad shape. It was um, a acrylic enclosure. Um, it was a, a shower. It was like maybe three by six. So we we took it out, and um, one of my friends is a contractor and put in um, Italian marble tile floor to ceiling, and we did the floor. Now, it turns out um, the floor had to be redone twice. We couldn't get it level. And um, I'll be honest with you, it, it's a nightmare if it's not if all the water's not draining because you're going to have mildew issues and just a, a ton of things. And I was doing research online about uh, putting in regular acrylic enclosures, and I wanted to ask you, gentlemen, um, if... The pan is actually okay, but it's just the way the tile was laid, but you can't get it even because of the property. Um, is it smart, do you think, to um, pull out the, the floor tile and maybe try to do some kind of acrylic bottom and maybe go up the walls maybe a couple feet? Is that something that you've seen done? Well, it's kind of hard, Larry, because the way you waterproof a shower is you start at the bottom, you start at the drain, and you bring a vinyl liner underneath the floor and up the walls. And then you work from the bottom up. If you go in there and cut the tile at two feet above the floor, it's very hard at that point to get your next flashing, your next liner back underneath the tile that you're leaving on the wall. I'm not saying it can't be done, but I'm saying... It's almost so much work that people start that way just to remove the pan, and they end up virtually just taking everything down and starting all over. I wish I had better news for you, but that's probably what you're going to have to do. Our last caller, Larry said you wouldn't believe it i bought this for a hundred thousand and it's worth almost two hundred thousand well yeah we can believe it there's yeah. a lot of reports just about what home prices have done there was a couple neighborhoods around the Glen uh, uh grand canyon university area where homes have appreciated to up to 300 percent just since 2011 300 percent in less than a decade They've done an incredible job um, reinvigorating that whole community. Yeah, Coronado Historic District, uh, the 1920s bungalows, 98% in appreciation the last few years. Yeah. You know, the funny thing about both of those areas, they were built with block. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're seeing it statewide, that's for sure. The We're back... Uh, in an in a equity position that we were prior to the Great Recession in most neighborhoods, virtually all across the state. So everybody's got their little equity nest eggs back, and uh, a lot of people are spending that on remodeling. And, and it's a great way to keep up with improvements yes, on your home. it sure is. Uh, we just can't get crazy. And today, <laughs> especially at today's interest rate, you know, you put a little second or refinance the home the rates are still highly competitive and uh, 
turn that that house into the home of your dreams. You know, just fine tune it a little bit with a kitchen and bath remodel, which are the two most popular additions that we're currently doing, as well as the industry is doing. Uh, but just be careful. We tell people that for every for every day you spend planning the project and picking your contractor, that's a month that you won't spend trying to get the job done because you picked the wrong contractor. Yeah. And just because it's the appraised value is twice what you bought it for, remember, that's not the sold value. So don't don't go crazy. You still have to have a buyer for that. And as we've seen, equity can evaporate. <laughs> yeah. Don't be the last one holding <laughs> holding the bag. That's for sure. I mean, we saw that in the last Great Recession. People were just passing the bag around. I'll sell it to you for 110 and I'll buy it back from you at 130 and then I'll sell it back to you at 140 <laughs> And it worked great until unless you were the one holding the <laughs> right. bag. Right. <laughs> Oops, now it's only worth 65 <laughs> Ouch. Well, we've had a lot of calls from Tucson today, and if you're looking to do a little aging in place of your home, we've got a new partner, Accessible Home Remodeling. They specialize in uh, grab bars, walk-in tubs, barrier-free showers with no ramps or lifts to trip on. That's the biggest point of injury that we see in the bathroom for the elderly is falling, getting in and out of the tower, shower or tub, and they do barrier-free entrance. Uh, any type of, you know, you need doors widened, you need ramps up to your home, whatever the case may be. They're specialists in helping you age in place, service all Southern Arizona, Tucson, Green Valley, Sarita, Marana, Oral Valley, Vale, accessible home remodeling. You can find them in the remodeling category at rosieonthehouse.com. And it's interesting, there was two articles that ran a week apart from each other about the home industry. And one of them was saying that parents that let their kids come back to home, they should be charging them rent and being a tough love landlord. The next week in the same paper, they ran a report saying they need to change home loans for people that are aging in place so that it makes sense for if you've got four or five people that have income in the home, Oh. And that are aging in place, that you need a multi-generational loan for people moving together. So they criticized them one week, and then they criticized banks for not having loans to support them the next. But that's an interesting concept, having a, uh, you know, if, if you've got a universal design home that's made for everything from infants to the elderly, and you've got a couple generations living there, you know, you could potentially have, uh, you know, something more that you could buy alone by yourself. Uh, that you could qualify for. Well, moving mom and dad back home or modifying a home to allow some family member back home is still one of the number one projects we're doing at Rosie Remodeling. I mean, everybody wants to know, what's come look at my property and tell me what's the best way we can accommodate a family member coming back. And that family member not, might not be an elderly. More than one-third right. of adults between 18 and 34 live at home. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, I really like what you've got coming up this next hour. Well, it's pretty cool. It's been the power month at Rosie on the house, and we're going to talk about developments in the air conditioning industry with Intelligent Design, who's uh, in from Tucson to talk about it, and this adaption of solar into the air conditioning units. We'll talk about the details of that uh, right here at Rosie on the House. And if you'd like to talk air conditioning or learn more about this program and talk to Andrew, one 767 4348 That's one 888 rosie for you.